Hey there, hi there, ho there, Disney fans, and welcome to another Itty Bitty News Show. I'm your host, Lucy Rain. I'm Chris Fletcher. Hello, children. I'm Hugh Rain. And now, Disneyland Paris News. Fifth annual Disneyland Paris Run Weekend has been postponed to 2021. The DLP Careers website is once again advertising for character performers with opportunities for Halloween and Christmas. Draft documents have been leaked which outline reopening procedures for Disneyland Paris. These include masks from age 9 or 11, lower attraction capacity, no outdoor shows or parades, modified meats, 2,450 sanitising stations and more security tents. European theme parks begin to open their gates once more with Park Asterix due to open today, the 15th of June. Okay guys, that is it for news. I do have rumours that I wanted to keep separate as rumours. Shall I do that now? We like a rumour. I think... I think I should, because it's, it's all relevant. Um, WDW News Today, which is predominantly an American Disney news site, but does cover all the parks worldwide mm. and seems a fairly reliable source. They've got a rumour of an opening date, which I think I mentioned last time, of July the 15th, um, with soft openings taking place the week prior for annual pass holders. This is very common. This is what all the other parks are doing, is the soft openings to get the procedures in place beforehand. Um, This is based on uh, rides have been testing at the park. This I did consider putting this as news, but there's been lots of sightings of... um, some of the roller co- the bigger rides running. People mm-hmm. have heard background music from in the distance. So they're testing some of the sound speakers. What about they've the train? Seen spa- <gasps> yeah, they've seen Space Mountain lit up at night. Mm-hmm. I think this sounds really exciting. It is exciting. I would love to live near Disneyland Paris and just be looking out of my, mm. my window going, oh, they've got Thunder Mountain lit up. <laughs> anyway, so that's been going on. A promotional video recording is set to take place on June the 22nd. If you've been seeing all the airlines have been releasing these, this is how we're going to keep you safe videos. It it sounds like it's going to be one of those. Um, And then a lot of it is down to cast members who've been called back and when they've been called back and, you know, when ride operatives have been called back versus when catering operatives have been called back. I'm getting the old band back together. And that kind of thing. So it's saying possible soft openings taking place from the 3rd of July, which when you think about it is not that far off. What's that like, two and a half weeks? Yeah, yeah, about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Two and a half, three weeks away. Three weeks-ish, yeah. But I need to stress to our listeners, this is rumour. Nothing has been announced. However, as Chris just told us in his news, Park Asterix is open today. Yes. What was the exact headline there, Chris? Uh, Hang on, let me just uh, grab it for you. Is Um, that a test? Well, well, because there was some... What were you in a test? Are you testing him? No, no, it's because he's, he, he sent me early and there's a bit of uh, confusion over, over what it meant. Yes, indeed oh. there was. 
So the the article I saw said Park Asterix opens its doors on Monday with sickle distancing. Now I didn't bat an eyelid because I thought sickle, right? Yeah, Asterix. Yeah, because because um, the druid Getafix, um, he can only make the magic potion with a sickle to cut the the herbs from the tree or or, or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he, he has like a, a golden sickle. Yes. And the, indeed, there's an Asterix book called Asterix and the Golden Sickle. Which I believe is currently in our downstairs loo. It is. There's, we've got a half-size version. And I <laughs> How have I like... missed it? <laughs> yeah. You need to spend longer in there, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I, I start to... Um, I, I wanted to buy the original Asterix books in their original colour formats because some of the newer ones, they've got Photoshop gradients in and I wasn't down oh. with that. I want the original colour in. So yeah. I ordered one off eBay and when it arrived, I was disappointed to find it was a half-size version. I was like, oh, no, I don't oh. want that. I wanted the full size. But then I got excited because I thought, I like this little version and I found that there, there were others. And you started but a whole new collection. <laughs> I did, I started a whole new collection. But then annoyingly, I can't find them all. Oh, so it's become like. Oh um, it, but then it's like fun to collect. It's like we a need proper, a, we need a third collection. It's a proper hunt now to find these half size versions. I've got about six or seven of them, maybe. Anyway, right. um, I, I love how so, passionate yeah, you're getting about this. I meet, well, do you know what this is? Again, I've had two sips of Pepsi Max Raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Chris, what do what do you think that headline should have been? Well, obviously, um, <laughs> it, I now understand that it's a it's a an asterisk-based pun um, where sickle replaced social, but I just had visions of, of um, the uh, the park staff like holding people at bay with, with sickles, and I, I thought that was a hilarious thought. <laughs> so sickle distancing. Yeah, sickle I mean, that's, distancing. That's, it's kind of a weird pun. It works, but it's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I yeah. like what they've done there. <laughs> I think that, yeah. Mm. I, I'm glad they did it, if only because it meant that we could uh, listen to you talk about one of your passions, Hugh. I love me some Asterix. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, funnily enough, I did not grow up with comics. Like, Hugh is a comic book reader. Mm. Um, but and, and writer and artist. We had all the Asterix books, and it's I, I loved them as a child. And See, that's I, not generally my genre. I read some of them at, at Thornhill County at the school that I went to. The, there was a local library in it, wasn't there, Hugh? And uh, in uh, that local, I, I, I went to uh, Overthorpe. Oh, did you go to Overthorpe? Yes, just up, just up the road there. So, ah, yeah. there we go. I did not know that. We went to the same high school, but different juniors. Oh, schools. it's like West Side ah. Story. <laughs> yeah, I, I different might have to rethink our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting well, to so, Yeah. So exactly. anyway, there was a library there. Yeah, and in but it was the local library, so you probably used it anyway. But we used to get to go in there whenever we did. wanted. Oh well, okay. I just used the one in town. Didn't Michael right. Rosen come to your school? Mm, don't know. He might have done after you left. Possibly. Yeah, because yeah, I was always jealous of like this magical school where Michael Rosen appeared. No, I don't know. But anyway, in that library, they had a, a massive collection of the Asterix books and and. Uh, um, Tintin as well, and I used to yeah. take those out on a regular basis and really, really enjoyed them, but I don't remember them at all. Do you know what? This conversation is making me, next time we're over at Disneyland Paris, it's making me want to spend a day at Park Asterix. I do want to stop by there, and the thing Ooh. about Paris is, it, it's we, we only go for a few days, and we could fit in a day 
Astri- Park Asterix. We could, it's only like an hour drive away, isn't on the, it? On the way back 20 kilometres, I think. Is that all? I'm sure, like, that's what, on... I'm sure I read that. I'm sure that's what it said. Yeah. I think on the way back, we, we could stop off there. We pass it when we drive, don't we? Or we certainly pass signs for it. I think it's like you could... If you set off early in the morning, it's a long drive back, isn't it? But Let's do it. Let's we'll do it. We'll find a way to visit it at some point. Yeah. I look forward to hearing the uh, the trip report that includes this. That's going to be uh, it looks like quite a cute exciting. little park. Yeah, well, yeah. I am I'm all up for uh, trying to get uh, get over to France for this <laughs> these annual pass previews. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, but how cool would that be? Yeah, that mm. would be really good. Yeah, you, you just have to quarantine you, yourself for two weeks on your way back. <laughs> I, apparently, none of this applies to France. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Oh. It's very strange because both France and Great Britain have been very badly hit, but it's like, uh, you know, we we made a pact back in 1066 and we don't want to break it. Wow. Um, Chris. uh, Yes. We're all all planning, all three of us, we're planning on doing a show for our big DLP show where where we possibly discuss the changes uh, that have been made in Shanghai and uh, Walt Disney World. And how that could apply to us in Paris. Mm-hmm. And Disneyland have now announced it. And, and what's right, what's Disneyland interesting yeah. is because they're in different states, Disneyland California and Florida have got different rules. Mm. So we'd like to look at all these all these different see if there are any common commonalities and uh, And how, how we think this will us. play out in Paris. I mean yeah. the interesting thing is that um we wouldn't normally do our big show and for another two weeks, but in two weeks' time, we might already have the answers to all of this. If well, uh, yeah. if the fifteenth mm. of July is the date, because um, yeah. I think we'd be getting pretty close to that. So this is the thing: we could be getting new announcements literally every day between now and then. So it's yeah. going to be it's going to be a thrilling ride. Well, However, things to talk about other than asterisks. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. Let me just go to the second article of the news because we do have some clues. We won't talk about them at great length if we're doing that next week. But these leaked documents say masks from age 11, sorry, from age 9 or 11. But if um, you're 10, you don't have to wear them. <laughs> well, it's really strange. Um, these are leaked documents, so they mustn't have been mm-hmm. leaked very well. Maybe there was a, a thumbprint on the photocopy or something. Um, but that's quite old. The American, yeah. the American part's the same from two years up. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. I know. I, I'm well, interested may- to... So I was just going to say, I'm interested to know more about the genetically modified meats that you were talking about in that uh, in that bit. She doesn't get it. I don't get it. Okay, cool. We'll keep reading your your piece out, and then it'll, it'll come. It'll come to you. It'll come. It'll come. Yeah. Wait, it's a slow burner. Oh, modified meats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, meats, <laughs> meat and greets will be modified. If you've seen how they're doing these at Universal Orlando, it's and excuse my. My Francais, it's crap because they they've got them kind of standing six feet behind you, yeah. And then you take a selfie with you in the foreground and them in the background. Mm. It's a bit weird, um, but I'm sure they'll think of think of other ways. Again, we'll discuss it next week. Um, mm. Do you know what's strange about that is um, it kind of grounds it in a way that, like, do you know, if you meet Spider Man. You can sort of play along and it's like, oh, yeah, that's like Spider-Man. Yeah. If the social distancing, it grounds it in reality and you don't, it doesn't feel like Spider-Man anymore. It feels to me like a guy in a suit who's at least two metres behind yeah. me. 
because he might have coronavirus. <laughs> There's something all a bit too yeah. ordinary about that. You know, well, it's not ordinary at yeah. all, is it? It's a bit weird, really. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, every aspect of it is weird. Um, how they've done it in Shanghai, though, is they've got a lovely balcony on the castle, as do we actually in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got princesses up on the balcony, sort of waving down and and shouting down and and doing little. Oh, the back. Yeah, we do at the back. They'd yeah. have to cut off the Sleeping Beauty attraction, you know, the walkthrough, but they could have characters up there, couldn't but they? See, yeah. I noticed that, and and I actually thought I, in in the current time maybe the meet and greets could stop and they could do things like that, but have more characters about, but have them in places that are like. Out of the way a bit. I, I, you know what? I'd prefer that. I would just yeah. like, I'd like to be walking around and just be like, oh, look, it's Peter Pan up in that tree. And do you know what characters used to do a lot and they don't particularly anymore is they used to ride the rides. Like you'd mm. sometimes get out mm. see Alice just on the teacups. And if they were just wandering around and they would do something like that and then go off somewhere. And I think that would be a real thrill for everybody. And the, the train, the trains are all shut at the moment. They could use the stations for it if they wanted to. You know, they'd be talking about balconies. Yeah. yeah. Know, they're a focal point. People can gather around them a bit, socially distancing, obviously. But there's, there's definitely mm-hmm. ways that they could do it. I, don't, I do think that the, the Disney experience for a lot of people is about the meet and greets, but it's not everybody's... You know, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I think at the moment, if if you can't do it and it can't be right, I, I'm not interested in going and standing two metres in front of Goofy. Although <laughs> no. I might look the same height as him, I suppose, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Like mm. I said, I don't want to over-talk about it because I want to talk about all this at length next week. I could go on for hours. We've been speculating in, to ourselves, haven't yeah. we? And what I want to do, Chris, is um, I've been ordering um, sort of themed material to make masks for if we still go to... Walt Disney World. Oh, nice idea. And uh, three have arrived so far, and I was going to show you them now, but I'm going to save them. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> and we can have a little little fabric fashion show. Oh, I found this fun. one interesting. Lower attraction capacity. Nowhere in this list does it say lower park capacity. I'm presuming oh, they m- must, must have lower park capacity. <laughs> but they are saying have. lower attraction capacity. Mm. Um, What's that mean? Every other well, doom buggy. Per hour. Fewer, yeah. per, fewer per... Yeah, okay. Um, modified meats. 2,450 sanitising stations. That sounds very specific and believable. Mm. I, this one got me. More security tents. <laughs> what, okay. the way in? I don't really know how that improves Less our... cute. Well, if you think at the moment, when you go through the security tents, for most of the entrances, there's, there's one gate, one one place to put your bags through there's there's just that one thing and if you've got massive queues of people social distancing that from Newport Bay for instance to the entrance there you're going to have people spread out forever waiting to get in so maybe it's just that that they'll split them in two and have have yeah. more of them so you can get more people in through each entrance because that that will be a, a big pinch point yeah true true I just thought if people can queue for rides, they can queue for security, and I didn't see how mm-hmm. it improved it. But that's something that they're putting in, and that can't be a bad thing for a visitor. No. So, we will see. It sounds like there's going to be character presence and maybe shows and parades at Halloween and Christmas, though, Ooh. which is good, because we're booked to go for Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that that'll be back. Because they are, of course, as we've just said, they're advertising for character performers. Mm-hmm. And 
And the run weekend has been postponed. No real surprise yeah, so, there. So they didn't say it had been cancelled this year. They said it had been postponed till next year. Mm. But it's so still an annual event. That's that's what they said for the Pride events as well. have been postponed till next June. But if it's so if it's an annual event that you're postponing until the following year, does that mean there'll be two of them next year? Well, it must do. It's all, you know, it's just a... I hate things like this. Just like Disney have got this thing where they don't cancel a franchise like uh, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. It didn't get cancelled. It got sunsetted. <laughs> that's what they say. And it's all this sort of... Just, I quite like that. Yeah, just sort of uh, wordplay. Semantics. To make it sound nicer. Yeah. Well, Tokyo, the Tokyo um, Olympics has been uh, postponed to next year, but it's still going to be 2020, isn't it? Is it Tokyo? It, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. It'll still yeah. be Tokyo 2020. Because then the, you'd still need your 2024 one, don't you? You couldn't have that 2025 and so on. And, yeah. and they've spent an awful lot of money on branding for it as well, <laughs> I guess. True. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Is there anything you would like to talk about our ad guys? No. Nope. <laughs> I am actually itching, itching for next week's Disneyland Paris show where we get to talk about what we think will happen and what rides we think. I mean, I'm just fascinated by the stretching room in Haunted Mansion and I really want to talk about this at length. So I think before we do any, you know, we start treading on our future toes, we should bid adieu. Yeah. Say au revoir. Okay. You say au revoir, say adieu. Well, I'm going to say goodnight, children. Okay. That's what I say. I'm just going to say goodbye. (laughs) Bonsoir, enfant. Goodbye. Is that right? Yeah. Bye, everybody. Goodnight, children. Oh, see, I didn't even get that right. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Interesting.